Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, October 8th. I'm Wayne Pratt. The pandemic has kept Powell Hall closed since March. It will reopen soon for concerts with audiences of only 100. St. Louis Symphony Orchestra musicians, in the meantime, have been playing for even smaller crowds during the outbreak, even on people's front porches. This is great. I mean, you feed off the energy of people. This is what we do as musicians. You know, this is we, we play for people and we work for it. We wake up for this kind of stuff and we live for it. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin tells us about the symphony's pop-up concerts in just a few minutes. Missouri Governor Mike Parson is releasing funding that had been withheld during the economic downturn caused by the pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports the decision comes as the governor cites increased confidence in the state's economy. Parson is releasing $133 million back into the state budget. These funds were originally withheld due to the state's economic outlook as the coronavirus left thousands jobless. The governor says the state is rebounding better than expected and its economy is outpacing many other states throughout the country. Missouri recently scored the highest in the nation in the Business Conditions Index, which measures employer confidence in the economy over the next three to six months. Of the funding he's releasing, Parson says roughly $100 million will be put towards K-12 and higher education. But while Parson touted the economy, the state also reached a new high for hospitalizations. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Doctors in the region are focusing on more than coronavirus, even though the pandemic is into its seventh month. As St. Louis Public Radio's Becca Clark Calendar reports, cancer screenings remain a priority at SSM Health. As people in the St. Louis region stayed home, many stopped going in for cancer checkups. But health officials say it's time to resume cancer screenings that can protect a person's health long term. Dr. Alex Garza is chief medical officer of SSM Health. He said on St. Louis on the Air that he understands some people are hesitant to come in. But he says hospitals now check people for symptoms and high temperatures and provide protective gear for employees. That can keep people safe. These things are designed to you know, decrease the risk of any transmission occurring at a healthcare facility. And by and large, it's been very successful. Garza says everyone should continue taking precautions to prevent the virus from spreading. I'm Becca Clark Callender, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois' governor is pushing lawmakers to pass criminal justice reform when they return to Springfield next month. J.B. Pritzker is offering a seven-part outline addressing criminal justice following a summer of protests over police violence. He has been negotiating with members of the Illinois Legislative Black Caucus on a package that includes proposals to license police officers and end cash bail in Illinois. Uh, it's something that I know is necessary. Uh, I wish we had it in place now, but, you know, November seems uh, like we can get it done, and I'm, I'm hopeful. Pritzker's plan would also decriminalize minor nonviolent offenses and strengthen standards for police use of force. The governor is also proposing to reduce the state's prison population. The region's new Major League Soccer team is adding a job that normally does not exist in the soccer industry. Matt Seebeck is St. Louis City SC's chief experience officer. 
He says the job is to help make the team, quote, bigger than soccer. Seebeck wants to build a platform for the soccer club to engage with potential fans and sponsors during the long lead-up to gameplay in 2023. From day one, let's organize ourselves to be more of a digital-first e-com company that happens to play soccer as opposed to every other sports club, which is trying to do the opposite, which is let's focus on sports first and then figure out all the other e-com and personal relationship stuff later. Seebeck has already helped the soccer team hit records with season ticket deposits. St. Louis City SC received 50,000 season ticket deposits within 24 hours last month. Music promoters have been experimenting with socially distanced concerts during the pandemic, but Powell Hall, home of St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, has remained dark since March. Yet its musicians have not been silent. Many have played pop-up concerts around the region, from senior living facilities to the front porches of music fans. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. Powell Hall has been closed since March because of the coronavirus. But members of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra have had some opportunities to play for audiences lately. Take this performance two weeks ago at the Crown Center for Senior Living in University City. A string quartet played some of Mozart's greatest hits for an appreciative audience of about 50 people spaced out in the sunny parking lot. The music was nice, but it was also a chance for folks who live there to do something together safely. We could all go out and see each other. We don't see each other here at all. You know, it's, it's very deserted. That's Crown resident Miriam Roth. She was sitting near the front, and she says the pandemic has been isolating, especially for folks like herself who are at a heightened risk if they were to catch the virus. Living alone doesn't bother me. I can live alone. I can eat alone. Don't like to, but I can do it. It's the lack of freedom to go to other places that I, you know, I can't go to the movies, can't go to a concert. So when they come to us, it's lovely. St. Louis Symphony has been providing this curbside delivery of classical music for the last several weeks. Each performance is about a half hour. Some are for specific groups, others are open to the public, like the one with a brass quintet at Tower Grove Park Sunday. Those ones are announced quietly on social media several hours before. The impromptu nature adds to the casual feel. So does the dress code. The musicians usually wear t-shirts. Music fans miss live music, and so do musicians, like Jonathan Chu. He's the principal violist for the St. Louis Symphony. One of the hardest things for us musicians, I think, is just been playing at home for ourselves. We draw so much energy from the audience that it's, it, feels, it feels like I'm missing my, my other half. I met up with Chu on the sidewalk on a quiet residential street in Webster Groves one recent evening. He was there to play on somebody's porch. The orchestra calls performances like these one-on-one shows, though on this night there were three hosts and a neighbor or two who sat in the yard right in front. Chu stood on the porch, gave a short introduction, and then played a favorite piece by Bach, the Chaconne, from memory. Adam Eaton and Karen Rucker sat on their porch several feet away with their son Alex, who goes to St. Louis University. They're all amateur musicians and classical music lovers. Adam is a pediatrician. 
He was diagnosed with cancer in July and has since had surgery and is now completing his radiation treatments. So a casual field trip out of the house is out of the question. But the St. Louis Symphony's principal violist standing right over there digging into Bach's Chacon? Sure. It's a godsend. It's just fantastic. Especially for something like this that, you know, music in particular is very important to me personally and us as a family. And so to have something like this just land on our front porch is really special. These pop-up concerts are special, but they're only a temporary answer. Several concerts last week were canceled because it's already getting too cold to play stringed instruments outdoors. Chu, the violist, says he'll take the opportunities to play that he can get. This was great. I mean, you feed off the energy of people. This is what we do as musicians. You know, this is we, we play for people and we work for it. We wake up for this kind of stuff and we live for it. There will be a chance to enjoy music in Powell Hall again soon. The orchestra announced it'll begin concerts again for very small audiences, up to 100 people. But that's still much more than the Eatons can fit on their porch. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.